Traditionally, at the end of a meditation, we say the words Om Shanti. And often Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Om, we know, means the transcendent self, the source of the radiance, the bliss, the light, the power of God that is within each of us. And Shanti is a word that has two meanings. One is silence and the other is peace. And of course that's no coincidence because when your mind is in silence then you are in a deep state of peace. It's the mind of the ego that creates all the problems with all of its chaotic thoughts based on false premises of a misunderstanding of reality that produces anxiety and depression and all the other negative emotions and symptoms of suffering. And all of that can be cut simply through silencing the mind. But to do that we have to realize that I am not the mind. And so this ancient mantra, Om Shanti, means I am peace, I am silence. The mind is not what I am. The mind is some addition. The mind is based on a false identification with an object, an object that we identified with in early childhood and took for ourselves with all of the conditionings and the fantasies and the traumas that came along with childhood and with our parents' projections into us and that of siblings and society and the media, etc., etc. So the ego is filled with negative energies and it keeps itself going as the mind. The monkey mind the mind that goes here and there without logic, without reason, focusing on things that are totally irrelevant to one's life, projecting worries, rehearsing traumas from the past, reproducing them in the future. We know all the tricks that the mind plays. And very simply, we can escape from all of this with one stroke through the sword of knowledge by silencing the mind. Each of us has the power to do that. And so the spiritual process is really very simple. And you don't need any techniques other than to tell your mind, be silent and realize that I am not the mind, I am the silence. Silent awareness contains the mind. 
It contains everything in the universe, which is actually mind. All there is is mind. But there's a difference between the ego's little mind and the cosmic mind of God and then the source of the cosmos, the ultimate noumenon. And what we want to do is go from the ego mind stuck in the phenomenal plane <coughs> with its melodramas. Let go of that. Go deeper within into the silence. And then allow that silence that is within all of us already, always, at every moment. But let it come into the surface and fill your body, your brain, your whole aura, your energy field with that power of peace. And the longer that we stay in the silence, the more of that divine energy fills us until we are filled not only with peace, but with love, with joy, with bliss, with overflowing light and healing power. And with inspiration and creativity and motivation and energy to live to the full, fearlessly. And so all of that can be achieved very simply through the letting go of the thoughts and entering into the core of your being, which is already silent awareness untouched by thoughts, untouched by worries, untouched by negativity. That is why it's often called the virgin birth. Okay, It's undefiled. And the birth of the divine self is simply touching into that silence and then bringing it out and living as that beautiful, silent presence. Always, 24-7. So we sit here and practice doing it for 40 minutes so that we can taste how wonderful it is and do it all the time, not just when we come here to sit, but to live in the state of divine peace and joy all the time. That is our right. It's our inherent birthright as souls who are the emanation of God, and we have, all of us, the innate power to achieve this. At any moment in which we desire it more than we desire being trapped in maya. As soon as we reach that tipping point where we want liberation <coughs> more than we want to remain enredado in all of the melodramas, when we want that, it happens. Very easily, very quickly. No need to build up to that capacity. It's there, waiting for you simply to choose to be free. So why don't we do it? Because to the ego mind, it seems like a death. It seems like a sacrifice. It seems like a loss of enjoyment. It seems like a loss of the the good part of the ego, the creative part, the part that wants to care about other people and wants to be involved and wants to be a social being. And, and the fear is, oh, I'll end up having to live in a cave and 
shut my eyes and be in the darkness for the rest of my life. No, it's not about that. All the great spiritual teachers were extraordinarily committed, engaged, involved, and creative and joyous beings. And all that which is good and healthy within the ego will be retained and achieve even more power to express that creativity in one's life. Nothing is lost. And the infinite is gained. So don't allow your ego mind to convince you that there's too much at stake, too much to lose, to attain liberation now. Maybe later, maybe on my deathbed, I'll try it. <clears throat> maybe when I'm, I'm too old to go out to nightclubs, I'll try it. Maybe when I'm done playing the stock market or whatever it is that you think is more important than achieving peace. But recognize that if you give yourself this gift, then everything will be added unto you, as it is said in the Bible. Get thee the kingdom of heaven first, and then all else will be given. And it will be given without the negative side effects of having an ego, without the hate, the frustration, and the anger, and all of those negative things that cause us to suffer. And these are the teachings of ancient India, teachings of the Buddha, the teachings of Christ, the teachings of Muhammad, the teachings of Lao Tzu. These are universal, cross-cultural, and eternal. And now that we are here in this generation, now it's our turn to become liberated sages, to bring the light to the world. <coughs> so let's meditate and do it. <coughs> 